And so he created like a test that would help um, select innovative engineers and scientists for the space program, right? And then he then gave that test to 1,600 children. And he found that 98% of five-year-olds were creative geniuses. Only 2% of that us sense. adults qualifies creative geniuses. What do you think of that? Hey guys, welcome back to Five and a Half Brain Cells. For today, it's gonna to be five brain cells because Juan's not here. He's got some family things coming up. So for the moment, it's gonna be five people. Welcome to episode three. Today, we're just gonna be covering a little bit different than what we usually do. I'll pass it off to Jay here, who's gonna start off with our topic for the day. What we're gonna to do today, we're gonna to take a slightly different approach, gonna work on something a little more abstract. What was kind of puzzling me and kind of sat on my mind for many, many years, it's kind of just trying to understand what, what is creativity? What, how, would we, how would one define it? Where does it originate from? And what are the different sort of levels that um, we, we can kind of establish between your basic level of creativity to its truest form, perhaps? To kind of get us going, I'll pass it back to B. Yeah, I mean, whenever I look at creativity, I look at it as an, an ability to transcend traditional ways of thinking or acting um, and to develop new and original ideas. That's that's the thing for me. Like, I have a very, I guess, a linear approach to creativity where I look at it where, where it's something new um, that hasn't been created before. Like I know last week where we talked about creativity and we took a look at some of the content that I created visually, be it photography or some of the calligraphy work that I did. And you know, like Dimitri was like, hey man, that's, that's really creative. Whereas I don't see it that way, mainly because that's practice to me, that's not churning out new content. Right, it's it's something that I just learned through practice versus creating something brand new. So it seems to kind of set up a sort of framework where it's is creativity something totally different from just a pre-designed sort of workflow that you're simply just you can put effort into it and it'll just come out that way. I think for me, it's it's a creative mind, right? Like I don't think I have a creative mind to create new content as as I mentioned earlier for. For me, I, I practice the stuff that I want to learn and I get slowly better at it, but that doesn't mean I'm a creative person. I'm just, I learned a skill, I practiced it and I got better. But some people would disagree and say something else. Uh, B, my question for you is because like, I know you're involved in a couple different things when it comes to different works of, of art. And how did you get into calligraphy and, and photography? Because like for me, it's like if I'm branching off into something that's um, new, it's because I'm inspired by other people. So maybe it was different for you in that sense where you just like picked it up randomly or you just saw it on the internet. But like, where did you think you found that uh, creativity? inspiration initially <laughs> see you see like i wouldn't i wouldn't call it creativity right like i i look at it as someone creating content and they're the ones that i i would consider the create creative people um because they're the ones who generated that content that i happen to see 
And then because of that, it, it inspired me to start learning that skill and see if I could get something remotely close to that, right? I still think that's being creative though. Music, for example, there is something called sampling. So okay. essentially what you do is you take, like you find something that's already popular, like a groove or a beat that's already popular, mm -hmm. and you take it and you essentially chop it up in different places and replay it. Like you, you replay the, the what, organization. Would you, would you consider that still like original content? If you listen to a lot of pop music, yeah. you would not even realize that a lot of that music stemmed from samples. So they took other parts of other mm -hmm. songs, chopped it together, added their own flavor to it, right? Because you start hearing things differently and then you repurpose it. So so you look at creativity in a way where it's, it's you know, like you get inspired by something and then you make something of your own by the inspiration that you got from be it like music or art or something like that. Take a foundation of something and you put your own spin on it, right? Instead of trying to reinvent the wheel. I, I, I see where you're coming from, but for yeah. me, I always look at it where it's just like, I'm not creating something new. I'm, I'm just kind of in a way copying that person and trying to recreate something, um, you know, that's that's copied off of him or her or that art or something like that. I know that's how I got started with photography and that's how I got started with calligraphy um, and some like visual design work that we, the like the logo thing that I did for the podcast was mm -hmm. like, hey, like I, I looked at a bunch of samples and it is it, like, okay, like let me try something new. And because I had been practicing calligraphy and stuff like that, it eventually over over hours and hours and hours like you you saw me working at it for hours and days right and then eventually it got to the point where it's like okay everybody's happy with this we're good it wasn't something that i just kind of came out with like 30 minutes in or like two hours in and be like hey guys i already have the vision mm -hmm. I know where this is gonna go. Like, don't worry about it, I got this. And then like two hours later, we had the final product. Like for me, it was like, I, I made something, it's like, okay, this works. And then it's like, okay, I don't really like that. And then I do it again and I do it again, do it again, do it again until I got to a product that I was happy with. And then so so on, so was everybody else. The way that I, I saw that sort of, that process though, it was, it's there's a certain sort of foresight into it you you understanding that you have a certain goal at the end of at the end of the day you have your particular preferences mm -hmm. that sort of idea but it i feel like there almost exists a, at a level just beyond this not that this isn't creativity if this is on its lower bounds but on a higher level where it's almost as if you've you have the insight on it and you're putting it into this world without inspiration from this world yeah, I mean, I don't know. I guess I have like a high bar for creativity. When I when I think of creative people, I think of people like Steve Jobs or Steve Wozniak or, you know, like Picasso or Einstein. Like those are creative people to me because they came up with real um, like new solutions to problems that people had, but they didn't really know how to solve it, right? Or it was it was something original that hadn't been done before. Kind of, kind of I, I, so for me, I guess I have like a high bar for what I think creativity is. Whereas me, kind of like practicing something and and getting something out eventually over hours and hours is to me isn't really that much of like creativity that's just practice in in the art that i've been that i've been doing for the last hours or years i think i think in some spaces like you have to see the people that are in that same space that are successful already at what it is so if it's like art you would follow artists that you really enjoy 
um, their pieces, you really like their pieces. Mm-hmm. Um, you can be creative in that same aspect where you draw inspiration from them, but if somebody is in the same space as you and they're already good at something, like for me, I can draw an example if, if I'm trading Forex and, and stuff like that, because that's something that I'm interested in. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be watching people that are light years ahead of me when it comes to knowledge because I know that I don't know everything about about that type but of business. But there you go, so. that's, that's knowledge, right? That's a skill that you're learning over time, looking at people that have mastered it over 20, 30, 40 years, right? Yeah, and I, I draw creation creativity from that because Forex or day trading in general, you have to create your own kind of scope and craft about how you're going to do it because not everybody looks at the chart the same way. See, I so look- I draw creativity from myself intrinsically in a way where I can see things different from what other people see. Fair, but I think when I look at stocks in general or like trading in general, I look at it in a way where it's just like there's there's patterns to be recognized and if you can over over time you know get better at recognizing those patterns, you nothing's guaranteed, but you at least have a little bit of a better idea of the trend. So there's a reason why you could follow someone's signals like someone else's trades and you don't get the same results because everyone's trading style is different like mm-hmm. you might be able to short in uptrends and make more profit off of that than right. actually carrying the trends out right like i've experienced that but bring it back to when you mentioned steve job and steve wozniak like they took other parts that were already created and they kind of put their own twist on it like your own their own uniqueness but on it right they came out with something that didn't exist before i i agree with you like the parts were available right mm-hmm. but they but they put together the parts in a way which resulted in a brand new invention that didn't exist in the past you look at you know like a vector or something for art a graphic or something mm-hmm. and you flip it in a different way you look at parts you're like okay i like the way that line is done i like the way that curve is done i like the way yeah. the shadow is done and then you put it into how you see the world you know because everyone else's lenses color differently yeah if you wanted to go down to the nitty-gritty like of course my my art and my photography is going to look slightly different from those that i got inspired from right so in a way it's it's i like <laughs> i think i'm copying right because i'm trying to be as good as them right yeah. um so <laughs> it looks crappy but that's why it looks different to you it looks yeah. crappy but yo seriously guys you should check out would you put your actual your actual instagram on yeah here? like yeah. I, I have i have my instagram it's the letter after a I've mostly been posting like photography content, and I, and it's it's a hobby right now, but it, because I don't take it seriously, so I I don't post a lot of content there at the moment. But when I did it, it was enjoyable because I took photos and I edited them based on the edits that I learned from popular photographers like Peter McKinnon and stuff like that, and I kind of followed their. Uh, way of editing to get the similar results as to what they had right Mm -hmm. um but at the i think like going back to the original thing that jay was talking about is like where like are we where do we draw that line between like true creativity and then pre-designed workflow right like what i have is a pre-designed workflow i have and you know like i've followed through on skills that i've learned over hours and hours and years and then that's kind of the workflow that i have to get me to the end result mm-hmm. right whereas what would you consider true creativity i've i've kind of gone through the exact same loop too just um, having a artistic background, doing my doing my masters of architecture, doing uh, doing the architectural design, all this sort of stuff in the back end, drawing, painting, all that sort of stuff. That all of this stuff still, it yeah, like 
the way that uh, B is talking about it, where it's it's like a pre-designed workflow where you've you've watched masters work at it, so you're trying to mimic their mm -hmm. their process. Yeah. Because you're just like, this is how they got to this, so I'll, I'll do that. Does that feel natural to me though, or am I doing this because I know that it will result like this? I kind of look at it as like when I was learning how to play the guitar, like I looked at the guitar as like a video game controller. So mm -hmm. first you have to figure out the buttons for the, the controls, get your hands used to the control. Once yeah. you get your hands used to the control, as in the chords, you know, chord shapes and stuff like that, yeah. then you can kind of start putting your own flavor on it. And then everyone has their own groove, their own swing. So instead of playing something straight, like up, down, up, down, you might go up, down, up, down, up, down. That's your uniqueness that comes from all your experiences in right. life that you go through. So, That's your creativity. I, I, get, I guess, for me then what <laughs> what what I would consider then true creativity would be what you're doing with with your music whereas what I'm doing is more of like a a workflow that I've learned it's like hey click this button and then you know drag this up or down for for the saturation or the contrast and stuff like that and it's going to get you a look that looks this way right it's the same thing I was doing the same thing I, I wouldn't think it's any different really like i it's it's, it's i like i disagree like i think it's it's a process that i learned based on watching other people like other creators on youtube um, and it's like okay this is their workflow on mm -hmm. how they edit their photos and i'm following that same workflow to get a similar result but are you copying the entire workflow or are you taking the things that you're like that would work with what i'm doing and it's you're piecing things are you together. changing like one percent of the opacity one percent of the saturation <laughs> making it a little different because yeah. that's because yeah, I, 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 I guess it, so know? yeah like I, it's man you guys are trying to get me to think differently now i don't like it <laughs> I, think, I think in your creative space you have a lot of growth to push the boundaries and do things differently i don't think you're boxed in just yet with yeah what you're doing, no so. like it's yeah. it's I, I don't i wouldn't say i'm not a creative person right it's just my the bar that i've set for creative people is too high that i don't want to consider myself to be at their level Right, and I think that's really what it comes down to. Is that it's yes, I like I agree. I am a little creative. I, I do photography. I do calligraphy work and stuff like that. But am I like truly creative? Am I coming out like am I on the same level as you know like a really good photographer that I like is is Peter McKinnon, right? He's he's super popular. Um, he puts out a lot of great work. But is my work to that level? Every time I look at his work and then compare my work, I don't think so. Because right? you're just so, not there yet, though, man. I think in the future right. you'll definitely get there because right, you care right. enough about it that right. your creativity is just going to fuel you to. And get maybe to that and maybe point. that's what it is. Are you saying that then creativity comes from time and how much time you're inputting into a certain skill? And definitely. once you put in enough time into a skill, it becomes creativity, and you have your own art. Yeah, it's just planting a seed, hoping that it will grow, that's all it is. So it seems like we've kind of unanimously kind of agreed that yes, that there is this uniform plateau that we kind of work within where we are, we, we may be inspired by our, all of our preferences, the things that we see, the, the sort of precedents that we come across, the, the masters that we, we reference. Mm -hmm. Does that mean you guys don't believe that there that there are users out there that simply just have that foresight and they're just like they're trying to force this this whatever sort of medium it is into the world yeah. and whatever sort of tools that they try to find that either they find it or they don't find it because like the weirdest example and I've been always jealous of this and I I don't even know if the guy was messing with me or not <laughs> if, he, if he wasn't trying to explain it properly but there was a there's a buddy that I was working with in. Uh, 
in, during my master's and we were working on a project together or no not a project together, two separate projects but I was trying to draw inspiration because I was drawing a blank and I was wandering around and I was talking to him about it and the idea was we were we had we we had a layout in a park and everyone had to go pick their own unique site whatever kind of spoke to them or whatever so we'd walk we'd, we'd pick a site and then you're trying to like draw draw elements out of it and kind of speak to it right okay so and then you're supposed to design a, a space for for like a single user to like kind of it's almost like just to exist in and just like to get away from like life and whatnot and like let's say read or something and this has all to do with like architecture uh it, it was a it's an exercise for us to kind of start working at a small scale and then building up okay but the but the uh the thing that he was talking about like i saw him he was just working on his sketches and he had picked a spot it, it was like right against the water so it was like just kind of off just a bunch just of slope. rocks and everything that's yeah. really smooth gentle slope but he he dropped this cube like just like the most like perfect cube just on the rocks and it was oriented in such a way that it's not situated flat but it stepped like it it it, uh, it pointed into the ground in such a such a way, and I asked him. I asked him. I'm like, like, so what? What was the reason for like why why you want to do this, right? Because I'm like, technically none of the lines of like the um, of, of, like, of that area like yeah. speak to this, right? Like it's not like you're accentuating these sort of lines or you're trying to like build this sort of contrast. Like it's literally contrast because this thing is like almost like alien to this thing. But right. he was he was adamant he's just like no he's like i'm working on something he's like i see it but i'm i'm trying to like force it into a solution right. and i don't know if he ended up going with it or not like once we went through all our iterations but he was like there was something there and he was trying to make this thing work right without like drawing inspiration from what was actually and, there. and you mentioned earlier like that's something that like made you jealous because you it, were drawing it feels a... like i'm lacking because like, yeah i'm like to be fair, like, and I think it's like the same thing as what you're talking about, where it's like, you can be around and you're like, they don't have to necessarily be masters, but you're like people that you, you, you're like, oh yeah, I can see like, there's the creative genius here, or it's yeah. just like, there's like sort of uniqueness and you're trying to draw from me and you're like, but I'm not quite there, but I'm in a field where I should have this right. kind of thing, right? Like, I'm at a point where it's just like, yeah, I'd like, I'm creative, but just speaking to true creativity as you just mentioned like this guy had the vision without even looking at any references or without even trying to learn a skill or anything like that like i'm doing right like this guy just had the vision right and it's like hey i already know what this is going to turn out to be whereas like i have to put like 10 20 hours of practice and stuff before it kind of gets to it's like oh yeah okay now i kind of see where i want to take this and I, that's that's a big difference between seeing the vision right away and like putting 20 hours and then seeing the vision, right? Maybe he didn't see the thing right away because what kind of happens sometimes is when you're in a creative zone, you look for ways to challenge yourself. Because the thing is, is if you try to do what everyone else is doing, like for example, when I used to play volleyball, this is when I figured this out. At one point, I had a friend and I was playing and I got pretty good pretty fast. Mm -hmm. When he played, like he kind of tried to like play my game. And I told him like, dude, you can't do that. Cause like the reason why I got where I was at was because I wasn't playing anyone else's game. Right. It was all, I was essentially playing myself, but I was trying to be like really creative with it. So if I could go up, and I could, yeah, I could hit a cross shot. It's like, yeah, that's cool. I could hit a cross shot and get a point. But can I challenge myself to see if I can hit it straight down the line and see if I push it back too far so where he can't pass it to the setter? Like, that's yeah. the level I was thinking at it as, you know? Yeah, you just kind of 
pointed it back to what I was saying earlier, where it's just like, you know, I'm, I'm creative, but I, I don't have that. If you're trying to copy off of somebody else as that guy was for you, he's not going to get the same result at the pace that you were getting because you were the one who was challenging yourself and being creative and coming up with new stuff. Whereas what I'm doing and what that guy t tried to do was try to imitate you. And I'm trying to imitate these higher creators that I have a high respect for in order to try to get to some sort of a level where I think it's like, okay, I'm creative, but it's the same thing with the guy looking at you playing volleyball. Like yeah. I'm never going to be as good as you because you're the true creative challenging yourself and coming up with new stuff. Whereas I'm the guy that's kind of like piggybacking off of you and trying to get, be like, Hey, like maybe with enough practice, I can go and get there. Well, that's why I think a lot of this creativity comes from uh, innovation itself instead of creativity. Finally, this man shows up. <laughs> He's awake. Usman has <laughs> entered the chat. <laughs> Kick it off, intellectual. Let's hear it. Yeah. Uh, intellectually. <laughs> nah, I was saying I think creativity usually or mostly comes from innovation. So you will get aspirations, inspirations from other topics. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't think there's such a thing as true creativity where you can just create something that was never there before that had no influence from anything else. The helicopters are made or planes are made. They're obviously inspired by other living organisms. Mm -hmm. um, totally. So how do you explain then what Elon Musk is doing with space travel? Because nobody's done that before, but he just came in his own creative space yeah. and created space travel to Boom. Mars. The thing is, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't draw ideas from other people. He's Did like, he you know not? what? I want to go to Mars and I'm going to make it happen. That's Did what he not though? But like, look, up to a certain point, up it. to a certain point, but from now on until the future, I think it's all Elon I, and his ideas. I, like, I, I do agree with Us Usman slightly where it's like, hey, you're never going to have two creativity to that, where it's like 100% new, but like, it, like the inspiration is there, but I think like two cr true creators, um, like Elon Musk, like he's, he's freaking building a tunnel in, like, was, <laughs> in the middle of a city because that's going to solve all their traffic <coughs> problems. Like who the frick thinks the, of that? Okay, right? but the difference with Elon Musk always he thinks more outside the box because he doesn't look at more of like a responsibility in a sense. So is that he just the, has end? the money? No, but he just yeah. has the money. He gets his ideas, whether they were influenced with Star Trek, Star Wars, whatever. Underground tunnel filmed from all this other sci-fi right. stuff. So is that the is that the answer then? Is that, that where that's, that's just the that's the method that he'll he'll approach it with. But the original idea, he's just like, so I'm gonna do this. I've made up my mind. So short answer would be think outside the box if you want to be like a true creative. Well, just play in your own zone because look at what Elon's doing. Like he's not looking at someone else to exactly, confirm yeah. his idea is great. Right. Like he's just playing his own game, right? He's right. like, okay while everyone else is doing this like I want to build a tunnel why not right <laughs> why like, not I'm, find I'm, space? what I'm saying is that I can't do that what do you like, mean it's it's I can't I can't I don't have the intellectual brain no no but like that's the that's the thing so people like Elon yeah they think the exact opposite they're like people are going to the moon and whatever but why can't we go farther why can't we settle there right so he, he, he takes the exact opposite of things that people are doing, like the tunnel underground or even yeah. Neuralink. 
people are like, oh, you can never like control somebody through their brain. And he's like, why can't you? And he goes through that process. Right? Yeah, right. but he's drawing inspiration from himself because nobody's ever done that. So that proves my point that Th- he is That proves creative. my point. That proves my point. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not drawing ideas from other people. Because nobody, nobody was like, oh, no, I'm going to put it idea. to... Right, but it's, it. it's, if, if somebody said that you can't settle on Mars, that's still an idea saying you can't go there. <laughs> Everybody's point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I found this quote, and this is one that I always think about. So it's uh, by George Bernard Shaw. So he Who says, the, the reason <laughs> he says the reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable man persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Okay, I agree. Yeah. What? I'm not unreasonable though. <laughs> that's a thing though, because if you're reasonable and you think that, for example, like for example, you know, like nine to five is the only way to get money. Still law, bro. Right. right. <laughs> and then you look at other people that are just well, it's not the only way to get money. Right. You can actually get a lot more money by not doing that. Right. But this is the only thing you know because you see other people doing it. So you right. kind of try to adapt yourself to that. But the other people that like Steve Jobs and the Elon Musk, they're like, yeah, you know, I can get a job like every everyone else but what if I do something different other people look at me like mm-hmm. I want a job from him mm-hmm. like that's where See, it starts you know and that's that's a really good point and and I agree with you completely but I think like I have that creative block where it's just like I can't think of new creative ways even if I challenge myself to to be able to you know come up with new ideas of new or new solutions right to to existing problems i don't i don't even if i challenge myself i think i don't know maybe that'll change in the future i think at, at the moment i don't have that i don't have that right now okay yeah i forgot what i was gonna say <laughs> i think, I think it's, it's time tested in your space that you have to find that creative um, aspect man like you're really good at following set processes that are already there right I think that's what you excel at but I think and maybe that's enough, the, maybe you know. that's another that's my creativity yeah maybe, maybe. Yeah. you maybe, can take maybe, you can maybe. take preset things and right. excel at them faster at a faster rate than other people can maybe refine things you know? right yeah. right exactly I'm not I'm not an inventor so to speak but I can I can take an existing process and materialize it in, in a way where it works best for me and I'm able to get the fastest output like if if you can consider that creativity okay sure I'm, I'm pretty damn creative with that it, it brings up an interesting idea though because if especially if we, we we treat ourselves in a situation where if we see ourselves reaching a roadblock or it's just like like B is saying kind of plateaued where it's just like I don't believe I've kind of reached that upper echelon how does how does this version of creativity that we've kind of defined speak to our passion and are they necessarily one in one and it is that is is that its truest form if if we have found our passion Mm -hmm. and linking that up with your creativity I think your um, passions will in some way align with your creativity because for example if you're creative in the aspect of um making things more environmentally friendly let's say like you really care about the environment um and you're creative in that aspect that's something that you're passionate about but you're also going to be creative in the sense where you can come up with new uh, programs to get more people involved and like environmental activism and come up with programs and groups for people to speak about it, climate change. So that's something that you're passionate about and that's something that you can draw creativity from. So I think that knocks it out if you have, if you can encompass both of those things, I think you're on the right path, but I definitely agree with what you just said. 
Yeah, I think that's actually a really great point because the only time I find that you can actually be truly creative and play in your own zone is when you have a passion for something. Like for example, like my friend when I mentioned the whole the the volleyball thing, um, like he liked it, but he didn't have the same amount of passion that I had. I would be up all day, all night watching videos of these because I have like a concept, you know, mirror neurons, right? Mm -hmm. I totally believe that's 100% a thing. If you could watch someone do something, you can essentially mimic it yourself if you watched it enough time. So I would be watching people play volleyball, like the Brazilians, which are they're insane at volleyball, right? I'd be watching yeah. the Brazilians play volleyball, trying to picture myself, watching them so in-depthly and for so long that it kind of get blurred to the point where I couldn't even tell if I was sitting there or if I was actually playing the game, right? So when I actually went on the court and played, I would try to mimic, <laughs> mimic exactly how they would do, like their arm swing, how they jumped, how they took off. I would try to get that down so I felt that way. Right? And then mm. I just trust the process that my hits would go the exact direction that they did. I figured that out with snowboarding because like for the longest time I couldn't snowboard for the life of me. But then after repeatedly watching videos of people snowboard, like I can position my, my body in a certain way where it's muscle memory instantly because I've recorded something that I've visually seen and I can replicate that. You have a visual reference. On the hill, yeah. yeah. So it's like, I, I know how to twist my body. I know how to like turn my head in a certain way. Okay. That's things that you have to figure out right. by watching. So how, how, how does that play into creativity though? Well, because he's passionate about it, then you're able to bend the rules, right? So when you first start off, like for example, like snowboarding, when I first started off, actually I'm not gonna mention snowboard because I'm still pretty trash at it. <laughs> um, for example, I'll mention like doing flips, right? Okay. Like yeah. bat flips and stuff like that. Yeah. So. When I first started off, I just wanted to do like, well, I'll skip that story for another time. But essentially I fell off a balcony and I did my first backflip, right? Right. So that kind of like put the fear out of backflip. Accidentally. Accidentally, yeah. yeah. I accidentally fell off my store, my balcony. did a backflip. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't just fall off a balcony and somebody didn't push him off. Yeah, really? no, I fell back. <laughs> but yeah. after a while of just doing that, just doing that backflip, I got to a point where it's just like, okay, cool, I can do a backflip, but I want to express myself in it. I want to add a twist to it. I want to stall, Personal touch. right? So yeah. you would do a backflip, but you would add a twist to it to do like a full twist. Mm -hmm. Or you would do a backflip, but you'd kind of stall in the air a little bit. It's kind of like breakdancing, you know? Mm -hmm. Like you can do your own moves. You can do the standard flares in the windmills and stuff like that. Right. But then there comes a point where you're just like, I got to add my own flavor to this. Yeah. I'm going to do a flare with one leg bent. Uh, I'm going to do the windmill on my head. I'm going to a head spin. It's just fully just expressing yourself yeah. but you can only get to that part I feel like is when you're actually passionate about something mm -hmm. to where you understand the rules and then you learn how to bend and break the rules well, okay yeah no I, I I agree with you there what do you think of that Jay like what do you what do you think about you know how they're saying that if you're passionate about something it's gonna play like creativity is gonna play a part and you're gonna because of your passion you're gonna grow to you know be more creative and find new new ways of continuing that passion forward i i've looked at this kind of more holistically i didn't even think about it like in actual like true examples but if it, it you can kind of see it like it's almost like a cheat code like having having your passion there unlocks all, all these other creative tools and, yeah. and vice versa it's it's a duality and it's almost like if you were if you were gifted this or granted this or you unlocked it throughout your life it's just mm -hmm. now this is your own your own play field this is what comes easy to you this is what makes sense which is why you can right. go leaps and bounds beyond everything else yeah but which is why as much as when we say personalizing things you're just like i have a certain style i have a certain sort of flair you can you can add that into everything it's like how we dress how we talk how even how we walk and all these sort of things right yeah but that doesn't mean you're like that doesn't necessarily mean you're creative it just means that you are more in tune with yourself and you're 
your own sort of personality and you're just expressing it that way but yeah. you're expressing it in all different mediums so now it's if it's a medium that y you are it's almost like more in tune with more aligned with and that that be your passion i think that pushes you on into another realm definitely yeah and i think that's where you would get those it's almost like you'd have that that foresight and maybe that's where the the vision comes before you actually do even though you may be referencing things that actually truly exist here mm -hmm. it's just things happen in reverse order because they're happening so quickly yeah so jay like say your main passion is architecture like you're going to be in that space and it's gonna you're gonna draw inspiration from being able to draw differently like your, your work is not going to look the same as everybody else's there's going to be set processes there for how um you know these drawings are going to look and stuff like that but because you're doing it yourself um and you're passionate about it you're going to draw so much inspiration from that and creativity like your drawing isn't going to so much just stay within architecture it could branch off into other things like oh i the same strokes i'm doing on my paper i can do on a canvas um the same numbers i'm crunching when i'm calculating buildings and stuff like that i can apply that when i'm um, trying to research something I can m memorize things better so like that one little seed that you planted over here can grow into so many other things um, if you let it if you run with it I think yeah I think no I, yeah. now that we've defined that pretty well like what creativity is to us and how passion plays into that what if you're passionate about something but then you have a creative block like it's, Ooh. it's. Are you asking for yeah. help? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, everyone's <laughs> asking for help. Right, right. Like I'm asking it's, for it's, a friend. <laughs> <laughs> asking for a friend, right? Yeah. It's like it's. So what if you're passionate about something, but then you hit a wall? All right. So here's my trick to this. I do two things. First, I set up my environment to where it's conducive to creativity. So you guys have seen like my little studio area, right? Pretty much yeah. if I'm having a block or I don't feel like making music, the second I walk into there, the way everything is set up is that you touch something, sound will come out of it. It's very easy for me to pick up my guitar. Like it's very easy to put something on and sound comes out of it. And then all you do is you just, I just strum something or I hit something. I'm like, oh, okay, I'm ready to go. And then the other thing I do is I set like a two minute kind of like timer to kind of just get warmed up. Mm -hmm. So I'll just, Go in there for the first two minutes, doesn't matter what happens, I'm just gonna throw things down and see what happens, right? So I'm gonna just put a whole bunch of random stuff in because I wanna challenge myself, right? Yeah. So I'm gonna put this sound in, this sound in, that sound, blah, 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 mix it all up. And then I'm gonna try to put it into something that I resonate with. And then I'm gonna try to build on top of it and kind of go off a reference of something else. Okay, I think that's a really good way to approach like music. But how would, you know, like, how would I, let's, okay, give me an example of how I would go about finding my creativity and inspiration back into photography. Like how, so for like, photography, right? Yeah. Like, so for example, you, like, you know, that little ball thing that you had, right? Yeah. Like, that kind of like bends the light. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So imagine having that, you look at that and then you see the way like a flower pot kind of shines through it and how it bends and you're like, that's different. Can I yeah. do something with that now? Yeah. Right? You have your cameras all set up there with their SD cards ready to just take a picture. Yeah. And then you're constantly watching YouTube videos of people that are just doing different creative things. Mm -hmm. And then eventually, I can't speak for you, but I kind of get the need to try these things out. Most of the times when I'm trying to be creative, I just take randomness right. and just trying to form it into something that makes sense for me. Yeah. I think like overall what I what I got and I'm sure like other others can speak to it as well is that you put yourself in like first of all you put yourself in an environment where 
it's conducive it's, to it's going, exactly it's yeah. gonna it's gonna force you to be test some things out and and be more creative yeah just express right? yourself yeah. and and like have different tools and have objects or whatever that could be used in a way where it's going to get your juices flowing and get you to be more creative i think that's that's kind of what i got from your overall flow of how you kind of get over a block anytime you kind of hit a wall or and so forth yeah uh for me i think the easiest way is you have to change your surroundings you have to like expose yourself to completely different things that you've never seen before uh if you're an artist and you've been making successful groundbreaking pieces for years and years and you just find that like hey i can't make a piece that's gonna sell and people think my art is trash now <laughs> Go in nature, go in the forest, go to the mountains, go somewhere where the lines that you're looking at trees and bushes are different and things are going to pop out to you. You're going to see animals, you're going to see different things that you've never seen before. Water is going to inspire you to look at things in a different light mm -hmm. than just being boxed in in an office or wherever you do your art, your creative space. So B, I think for you, it's important to, if it's calligraphy and photography, just get outside man look at different things around you and see how you can use the variables in one frame and orient orientate them in different ways to create a different product is, is, is what you would yeah, you would all. do in that situation I, I would definitely agree with with Dom like change changing the environment to be something radically different would would definitely help because uh, you're just you're just introducing in such a such radical sort of ingredients into into the mix mm -hmm. but what I what I've found for myself and luckily enough I haven't run into as many roadblocks as as uh, as I have, <laughs> <laughs> um, but the way that I would want to treat it, it's rather than focusing in what what is available, because as as Dimitri was saying, with having stuff available, my mind and tends to get overwhelmed when you have way too many options. So I actually tend to strip everything away. That you're now you are stuck literally by yourself. You have nothing else around, and you get trapped in your own thoughts. This way, you're filtering out all the other things that are getting applied into your into your environment. So you're trying to strip away. So you're you you have more of a minimalist approach at it. Mm. Yeah, it's see like so far, three of you <coughs> have given like three different answers as to how to kind of get over creativity blocks. So did it take my answer? Yeah, yeah. What's <laughs> yeah. oh, Let's oh, hear. Telling you, silence. Yeah, wrap it up for us, man. I got one I, thing to put in after this. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, personally yeah, haven't cool. tried this myself, oh, but God. a lot of people say do drugs. <laughs> no, why? Do we have enough time to talk about this? No, we don't. No, we don't. Oh, okay, that's my point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Save I, that for another episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we can like okay, do those like, drugs, kids. Don't go to school. <laughs> do those drugs. Says the guy that does no don't, drugs whatsoever. Please don't. <laughs> Yeah, Whatever don't. drug you find on the street, pick it up. <laughs> It'll make you creative. <laughs> please don't. <laughs> please don't. Yo, please don't. Please man. don't. Please, please don't do that. Don't listen to this guy. Yo, disclaimer: We're not drug dealers, man. <laughs> we don't do drugs. Yo, if you want some Addy, Vivans, Dex, whatever you want. Oh my God. <laughs> Cut, cut, guys, we need to no, cut I'm this right now. Okay, guys, I'm gonna make sure that Usman's uh, parents hear about this. <laughs> I'm kidding, Yo, it's bro. Ramadan, bro. What are you doing? I'm kidding, bro. <laughs> it is, it is Ramadan. Ramadan. What's a drug? <laughs> <laughs> Alright, so let's do a wrap up then. No, like yeah, yeah. Well, you said you said you had one kind of final thoughts. Yeah, it could go into my like when we do the conclusion. So I get yeah. okay. I'll just start that then. Yeah. So I guess to like summarize it, the one thing that I noticed is environment that's kind of like the commonality between everything, right? It's either you're gonna 
put a being in an environment that's conducive to you being creative, or you're gonna try to switch up your environment so drastically different that you're forced to draw creativity from that. And I, like I said, that I think that has to come with when you're actually passionate about something so you can actually bend the rules. Because yeah. if you're not passionate about it and you're kind of just doing it, if someone puts you in an environment that doesn't make sense to you, you're not gonna be able to draw a parallel to it, right? Mm -hmm. And then how would you how would you define like creativity then like I, I know we kind of meant like I'm at a scale where it's like hey like I'm, I'm a little creative but yeah. I'm, at, I'm not at the level of like Peter McKinnon and like Steve Jobs and Steve Wozniak and Einstein and stuff like that I would define it as just a unique expression of yourself because anything could be considered creative like you banging a desk making a sound you taking a picture that could be creative but it's just your unique perspective on how you view something yeah, I, it's it's funny that you you define creativity like that because I was look, while looking into this just real quick before we kind of finish everything off. Um, in in 1968, there was a there was a professor. His name's George Land. He worked with NASA and he developed a creativity test. Mm. Um, so that would help him select innovative engineers and scientists. Like, and I'm sure like Osman's an engineer, so he could speak to this I'm a bit too. I'm not creative at all. <laughs> <laughs> I'm unemployed. Anyways, um, so he created like a test that would help um, select innovative engineers and scientists for the space program, right? And then he then gave that test to 1,600 children, and he found that 98% of five-year-olds were creative geniuses. Only two percent of us sense. adults qualifies creative geniuses. What do you think of that? So, like, 98% yeah. of... No, but that makes perfect sense, though. Does, Why? Yeah. Think about it. When you're a little kid, you have no rules or regulations or boundaries or, like, you don't really have a box as a mental state to think into. Mm -hmm. When you start becoming an adult, you have to start thinking. Your brain gets molded to think in a certain way so you don't either, like, break the rules or you don't offend somebody or, like, you live your life as a normal person in societal views. Yeah, it's more original logic. That's what it is. When yeah, you're, like, yeah. a little kid, you can say whatever the hell you want. You can do whatever you want. You can Color outside you the want. lines. Yeah. Yeah, because you're still learning. When right. you're an adult, your learning decreases by a lot. Yeah. Dominic, what do you think of that? I think it's, like, that, that's very true. Um, when you're a kid, I've said this before, you have, like, a blank slate when you come into this world, and if you go along and you get older, it's going to get filled up by different things. As you go along and you get older, it's it's more uh, constructed where there's there's boundaries and you don't want to push past those boundaries. Whatever your creative space is, I think it's important if you want to continuously be fulfilled by it, you need to push those boundaries, not only for yourself, but for the betterment of people around you. So always reflect intrinsically on what I can do for myself to push myself more and change your environment and the people around you. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. yeah. No, I, I agree with that. Jay, what do you think? Like, why do you think, like, you know, kids and children are more, like, far superior when it comes to creativity than it's, adults? It's exactly what Usman said. It's you, you, you haven't drawn those connections for your holistic understanding of all the rules that apply out in the world and all these restrictions that would cancel out a whole bunch of your creative solutions and approaches on things. Um, it just tells me that that two percent that you were saying in that quote, those people haven't grown up, and maybe that's maybe that's a trick to it. And and I think that's one of the main reasons I asked that question because that I feel that is the answer is you have to kind of step away from society norms and you know like what other people are gonna think and think outside the box as we mentioned earlier and that's how we're going to get past creativity blocks and that's how we're going to be more creative and that's how we're going to be able to churn out more content um, 
this was specifically that reason that I that I put that quote out there was because I knew that's going to be like the consensus with everybody. It, that's that's kind of it for me. Like, do you guys have any final thoughts? Yeah, to summarize for me, um, creativity, man, it's it's something that everybody has. Be creative. Do things that scare you. Do things that are new to you. Draw inspiration from others, but don't be so attached to what's already in existence. Um, follow other people to a point, and then there's some point that I feel you need to branch off and do your own thing. That's what I feel about creativity. Yeah. Uh, to add on top of that, I would just say um, ask for forgiveness, not for permission, right? So when you're being creative, instead of trying to do what everyone else is doing, just do whatever you want to do. And then it might turn out crap, it might turn out really good, but either way, it's going to be different because it's coming from a unique place. That's what we're doing with the podcast. Respect. <laughs> 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 no, you guys, you guys put it together well. No, I think, I think that covers everything. That's fine. Great job, guys. Uh, please don't do drugs, kids. Like. Yeah, we're not advocating that. I have never done a real drug in my life. <laughs> real drug. Just popping baby uh, aspirins left, right, and center. I know, threes, man. <laughs> to be continued. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for checking in, guys. Thanks so much for tuning in. If you have any other opinions or topics that you want to co- have us cover, please do follow us on our Instagram account at 5HA.LF. Um, suggest us new topics. Let us know what you thought of this episode. Let us know who the half brain cell is. He's not here in this. <laughs> we're all intellectuals today. Yeah, yeah, we're all. <laughs> no, please do let us know who the half brain cell is this time. Thanks, guys. Perfect, guys. Don't forget to drop a like, comment, subscribe. Let us know your feedback. We really appreciate it. And we're out.